and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast about how to plan a magical Disney vacation on a shoestring budget. This week, I'm sharing my picks for the best and cheapest times of year to visit Disney World. Plus, I'll share some tips for scoring discount Disney gift cards. Welcome again, everyone, to episode seven. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year and I'm not rich. I just have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my site and here in the podcast. This week's show is about the best times to visit Disney World on a budget, so let's get to it. One of my all-time most popular posts on the blog is about the best times of year to visit Walt Disney World based on crowds, cost, and weather. I'm sharing my top picks with you today in this episode, and I'll explain in detail how to save money on accommodations by picking very carefully when you visit. Now, the examples that I give are from Disney-owned resorts. These are resorts on Disney World property, but the same rules apply to most off-property resorts. Prices will fluctuate based on demand, so you can get the best prices when the demand is low and the hotels really want to fill their rooms. The price you pay for a hotel room at Walt Disney World varies wildly depending on the time of year during which you travel. For example, the rack rate for a standard room at Disney's Pop Century Resort fluctuates from $110 to well over $200 throughout the year. So you've got that right. The exact same room is going to cost almost twice as much during peak travel season than other times of year. So we're not just talking about a few dollars saved. We're talking about cutting the cost of your lodging almost in half by traveling at off-peak times. And I need to explain what I mean by rack rate. That is the rate without any discounts that is off that are offered by Disney. Now, Disney does release many discounts on their rooms. There's almost always a discount you can get off of that rack rate. They usually release their room-only discounts three to six months in advance, and you can also get discounts on top of those Disney discounts by using my recommended sources. If there's one or two of you staying in a room, I suggest booking through Orbitz because you can take advantage of their promo codes, which give you an additional 15% savings on top of Disney discounts. If there's three or more of you in a room, I suggest booking through Undercover Tourist because they also offer discounts on top of the Disney discounts. There's links to both of those sites on the resources page on thebudgetmouse.com. So please check them out. Of course, we want you to save even more. So if you stack the lowest prices of the year on top of Disney discounts and additional discounts on top of that, that is doing Disney on a shoestring budget. So Disney used to have seasons assigned to its hotel room prices. They would label certain times of year value season, regular season, peak prices, summer, fall, holiday were some of its seasons. They no longer use those terms officially, but the prices and ideas are the same. The price is going to reflect the demand of that season. So I use the charts over at mousesavers.com, which still use that old Disney terminology to describe the seasons. They have actually compiled the cost of every single room at Disney World during every season. And you can research the price of a particular resort during a particular season. The prices do include tax, so it's the most accurate representation of how much it's going to cost you. The 
resort tax, the room tax in Orlando is 12.5%, except at the All-Stars, I believe it's 13. So it adds a substantial amount when you start adding in tax. So I like that they include the prices with tax over there. So these seasons apply to packages booked through Disney and room-only reservations booked at Disney resorts. However, you know, there's another way to stay on Disney property, and that is to rent DVC points. That's Disney Vacation Club points. And I am doing a whole show on this coming up very soon with a special guest. But for now, you can learn more about it on thebudgetmouse.com. Just go to accommodations and you'll see my post all about renting DVC points there. So DVC has their own set of seasons, of course, because it couldn't be simple, right? Um, The lowest cost seasons with DVC are called Adventure Season and Choice Season. So I'm going to use a standard view studio at Animal Kingdom Lodge as kind of a baseline. That is 11 points during Adventure and Choice Season. And that can range up to 20 points for the same room during the highest cost season, which is premier season. So it's the same about ratio of what these room costs can fluctuate to almost double the cost during the most, the highest demand season. So the key to visiting Disney World on a budget is to really find the sweet spots in the pricing where you can pay the least where you can get vacation time from work and get the weather that you want. And that is, those are the sweet spots. So I'm going to share my favorite times of year to visit that have all three lowest crowds, lowest cost, best weather, and share them with you now. My top pick of my favorite time to visit Disney World are the first two weeks in November. This is a value season for Disney resorts, even though it's technically called fall two. If you look at the charts on mousesavers.com, you'll see it's the same prices as the value season. It's also choice season for DVC, which is the second lowest. It's only going to require a point or two more for a studio during this time of year compared to the lowest price time of year. Now, you want to avoid Veterans Day weekend, which shows increased prices and crowds. Friday through Sunday, Disney jacks the price up of their room by almost $40 per night, and you're going to see increased crowds as well. So you'll want to avoid Veterans Day weekend, but otherwise, those first two weeks in November are incredible. The odds of a hurricane are very low. Hurricane season has all but ended. It is the end of Food and Wine Festival at Epcot, my favorite time of year at Disney World is Food and Wine Festival. The average highs are around 80 degrees, so the weather is great, and the crowd level is about a 4 out of 10. Now, that is not low crowds because there's really no such thing anymore at Disney World as a low crowd, but 4 out of 10 will give you a sense of how you can compare the crowds to peak crowds, which would be a 10 out of 10. Now, I have an important warning about this time of year. Next year, 2019, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is predicted to open in late fall. Now that's likely this time of year. That is going to lead to mega crowds next fall. So I just want to warn you that if you're looking for low crowds and not a lot going on at Disney World, this is probably not the time of year to go at least in 2019. Okay, my second choice is the whole month of September. Okay, it's adventure season for DVC, which is the lowest point cost the whole month is. The first two weeks are in a value season for Disney-owned resorts, and the last two weeks are fall season, which is about $15 more per night for value resorts. 
Now it is hurricane season, okay? You might want to consider getting trip insurance if you're booking a trip in September. I recommend a site called Aardvark Compare that pulls a bunch of quotes from different companies so you can get the best price on your trip insurance. Now you can even get trip insurance if you rent DVC points through a broker. My recommended broker is David's Vacation Rentals and there are links to all of these resources on the resources page on the Budget Mouse. I will say that we visit the last week of September most years, and we have yet to have any kind of hurricane-related weather. We narrowly missed a hurricane last year, or was it two years ago, or recently, by a week. You do take the chance of a hurricane this time of year, but if you get trip insurance, it should be covered by that. Food and Wine Festival at Epcot now runs for the entire month of September. It used to start at the very end of September, but now... I believe it even starts the last day in August, and so the whole month of September is included during Food and Wine, and of course I'm gonna do an episode about Food and Wine a little bit closer to when it starts, but trust me, it's amazing. You're gonna love it. The weather I find to be great. It's quite hot, but we like to spend a lot of time at the pool, so we prefer weather to be pretty much guaranteed good pool weather. The highs are in the upper 80s to low 90s, And the last week in September is when we personally like to go because it's a little bit cooler when you're going to the parks and the crowds are great. They're about four out of 10, similar to most of these recommended times of year. That's gonna be probably the best that you're gonna get is about a four out of 10. My third choice is January and February's value season. This takes place after the Disney World Marathon. Now that is a huge event at Walt Disney World. This year, the marathon takes place on January 12th, but there are events leading up to that. It's technically the 9th through the 13th. Not this year, I'm sorry, next year. In 2019, I'm talking here. Now, except for Martin Luther King weekend, you're gonna have generally low crowds this time of year. Prices also shoot up during Martin Luther King weekend when you're booking rooms through Disney. And in 2019, that is Monday, January 21st. So like I said, this is value season. These are the lowest cost rooms of the entire year when you book through Disney. Through DVC, the whole month of January is choice season. That's the lowest cost season with DVC as well. The first half of February is called dream season with DVC, and that is slightly more. You're probably looking at two to three more points per night. If you're renting points, that's about $50 more per night in the first month of February compared to January. Now the weather is cooler, obviously it is winter, but winter in Florida means highs in the upper 60s, maybe 70, and you could get even warmer than that. I went the second week of February this year and I had pool weather. I was at the pool, I was sweating, it was great. This is the probably the lowest crowd you're gonna see of the year. I say that with a warning, it will still be crowded, people. It's Walt Disney World, it's the number one destination for travel in the world. There will be crowds, but compared to other times of year, these are going to be some of the lowest crowds. Now there is a new thing that makes this time of year very appealing to me, and that is Festival of the Arts at Epcot. This year was its second year for the festival, and I got to visit it this year, and I found it to be amazing. 
going to do a show um, kind of comparing all of the festivals at Epcot soon. And Festival of the Arts was excellent for there were nighttime concerts, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, that were Disney on Broadway concerts. They were incredible. I can't believe the value of second row seats to a Broadway caliber show that's included with park admission. I mean, it would be hundreds of dollars to just see that show in New York City. It was great food, great displays of art around the park. It just was filled with life and color this time of year, and especially in a very dreary time of year. Otherwise, it might be a good reason to consider a trip this time of year, in addition to it being one of the cheapest times of years and the least crowded. Pick number four is the time period from after Easter until Memorial Day. The week that is immediately following Easter sees very low crowds at Disney World because of all of the travel that takes place leading up to Easter, college springs breaks, then K through 12 spring breaks. And so that leads to a, a lull right after all of those spring breaks end. And I've gone that week before. It was an excellent time of year to visit. The crowds stay about four out of 10 until Memorial Day when they really start to shoot up because of summer travel. Now, this time of year is more expensive than the fall seasons. It's called regular season, talking about rooms from Disney. You're going to pay $137 per night versus $110 per night for a room at a value resort. So it's significant, but not enough to totally deter you from coming this time of year. For DVC, the seasons are dream and magic, and they are significantly more if it's 11 points per night for a standard view studio at Animal Kingdom Lodge in the lowest seasons, it's going to be 13 or 16 during this time of year. So it is more for DVC. Now the weather is perfect. I love the spring weather at Disney World, especially if you suffer from the winter blues like I do. There is just something therapeutic and magical about going to Disney World in the spring. It's Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot, which is a gorgeous time of year to visit Epcot. Just the park explodes with color and flowers, the topiaries. It's incredible. So for that reason, you might want to consider going this time of year. It is not hurricane season at all. You are going to get fantastic weather, highs maybe around 85 most of that time. The crowds will be pretty low and you'll get to see Flower and Garden Festival, which you have, if you've never been to, please go one time. It is gorgeous. So my last pick for, for the best time of year to go to Disney World on a budget is the first week in December. This is still considered fall season for Disney. It would be $121 a night compared to $110 in value season. And it's the lowest cost season for Disney Vacation Club, the first two weeks in December, I believe. And the weather will be a little spotty. You could get 80 degrees and sunshine. You could freeze. My husband and I went, I believe, the beginning of the second week of December, years ago and it was so cold I remember we were bundled up in the heaviest things we brought with us which was not warm enough and winter hats and we were running through Epcot just freezing so it really varies the weather this time of year and I went last year and we were in the pool so it just depends now of course the big appeal of going this time of year are all of the holiday events at Disney World which are spectacular the resort decorations will all be up by the first week in December Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is in full swing. The Festival of the Holidays is now at Epcot during 
this time of year. The candlelight processional is every night. It's a just a magical time of year to go to Disney World. And the benefit of going the first week in December, as opposed to later in December, is it's much less crowded. The closer you get to Christmas, the crowds just start getting more and more and more and more until the week between Christmas and New Year's is the busiest time of year at Disney World, hands down. So in all, a great time of year to visit. And actually I would even say, from after Thanksgiving until the end of the first week of December, because that whole time is gonna be generally low, low crowds, low cost time of year to go. My tip I'm sharing this week is how to get Disney gift cards at a discount. There are many, many ways to do this, but I have two preferred ways. I like them because they are simple, they don't require jumping through any hoops, and you can still save around 5% off of Disney gift cards. Um, if you don't know, you can use Disney gift cards to pay for almost anything related to your Disney vacation. You can use them to make payments on a package or a room-only reservation that you've booked with a travel agent or through Disney. You can use them to pay for a dining plan. You can add a dining plan to a Disney Vacation Club rental, to DVC uh, points rental, and you can pay for that with discount Disney gift cards. You can pay for your room charges at the end of your stay at Disney World. If you're using your magic band to charge back to your room, you can go up to the front desk before midnight on the day you check out, or the day before you check out technically, and use Disney gift cards to pay off all of your room charges that you've sent back to the room. So if you're going to be spending money all, on all of these things, why not save a little bit by using discount Disney gift cards? So the easiest way to get a discount on these is to buy them through BJ's Wholesale. You do not need to be a member of BJ's to get a discount on these cards, and you'll get a 4% discount on a $100 Disney gift card. So that's $96 for a $100 Disney gift card. If you pay for them with any kind of credit or debit card that gives you a percent cash back, you're looking at probably one to 2% more. Now, if you have a Target red card, that could be a debit card or a credit card. You can save 5% off of Disney gift cards every day in stores at Target or online at Target.com. Now that requires having a special card, so I find it to be a little more challenging for some people. I wouldn't suggest getting a Target card just to save on Disney gift cards, but if you like Target, I highly recommend the Target debit card. It doesn't take a pull from your credit. It takes right from your checking account. It is a no-brainer way to save 5% at Target, and that's on everything all the time. So. The experts on saving on Disney gift cards are my friends over at Points to Neverland. It's pointstoneverland.com is their site. They have a whole variety of ways you can save even more on Disney, Disney gift cards that do require more steps, having certain credit cards, do, using certain strategies. But if you're willing to put in the time and effort, you can save 10 to 20% off of Disney gift cards with their strategies. So check them out.
One last thing, you can consolidate multiple Disney gift cards into one, which makes it much easier to handle, but just don't lose it, right? The, the site you can do that on is DisneyGiftCard.com, and it's a Disney-owned site. You enter in the numbers from your different Disney gift cards and consolidate them onto one, and that's especially useful if you're calling into Disney to make a payment on one of your on your reservation or calling in to add a dining plan to have just one number to give them instead of rattling off a bunch of different ones. So I hope you found those tips helpful and thank you so much for listening to the show. If you like it, consider rating and reviewing it on iTunes. It only takes a moment or even better, recommend it to a friend that also wants to save money on their Disney World vacation. You can find me over at thebudgetmouse.com, thefrugalsouth.com. I'm on Instagram at thebudgetmouse or join our private Facebook group. Just search for The Budget Mouse on Facebook. You have to ask to join and I will add you to the group. So thanks again for listening and have a magical day.